Welcome back to another episode of Off the Wall Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby, joined by Matt and Mello. Um, the wild card series wrapped up onto the division series. I just want to take a second, join me. Moment of silence for four teams eliminated the Tampa Bay Rays, Toronto Blue Jays, St. Louis Cardinals. And the New York Mets. That's so funny. Past. Yeah, who cares anyway? Who are we <laughs> kidding? I'm not. I don't feel sorry for any of them. They're all losers in my in my heart. Is there a reason why, Matt? Is there a specific reason why you feel like that? Well, I'm sure we'll get into it. So we'll we'll let Bobby keep doing the intro. Dive right into it, Matt. All right, take it away. Phillies, Phillies swept the Cardinals. Shot nothing. World. Well. I guess I'm not part of the world. I had the Phillies winning, not in two games. I had the Phillies in three games. Um, But yeah, we probably shouldn't have won the first game. Basically, the Cardinals pulled a Phillies and sucked a defense in the last inning. And I don't know what happened with uh, Ryan Helsley. If there was actually something, an injury, I don't know. I don't know. He walked two guys. After striking out Reese Hoskins, looking good, walked two guys and then hit Alec Bohm. And then basically the Phillies just gave the infield fielding practice and they failed, basically. I mean, the Phillies hit a couple dribblers through. Nolan Arenado, he has a platinum glove, right? Uh, multiple, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. He missed the chopper at third base. Gene Segura's. Uh, Gene Segura just dribbler. miles an hour. Yeah, they just right through first and second. And what do you know? Phillies. Next thing you know, Phillies score six runs. Had a slight scare in the bottom of the ninth, though. I will say that. Had to um, make it interesting. Yeah, panic for a second. Zach Eflin shut the door though, and then game two. Uh, Phillies got it done. Harper home run to lead her off, and then uh, Schwarber sacrifice fly. It's all we needed. So. Great pitching by the Phillies, Cardinals. Talk about you next year. Right. Yeah. Have fun on vacation. Exactly. Mello, any thoughts about that series? Uh, well, first of all, congratulations, Matt. Very happy for you. Yep. Thank you. Start Thank there. You. Um, Welcome to the division series. Yes. We're okay. waiting for you. Come on, Bobby. <laughs> what? Be kind. Come on. <laughs> happy. Be happy for I'm the Phillies. Happy. Yeah, you're just touting your Yankee fandom. <laughs> we already won the division. We were here waiting for you. My logo. So, it, it was awesome. I hated to see Albert Pujols and all those, and Yadier Molina, like their careers end. That was hard to see. But Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, two guys that were in my division for the longest time. It was awesome to see them melt under the pressure <laughs> when the light shined the brightest. Paul Goldschmidt, the league MVP in the National League, rightfully so. Possibly. That's still a question. Yeah. That's still, still a debate. Yeah. Okay. I think he'll get Definitely. it, though. Nolan Arenado, who Possibly couldn't wait, league. couldn't wait to get out of Colorado, did nothing. Uh, come on. Well, I don't understand. It's like, I, I haven't heard enough of this. I really haven't. And credits to the Phillies. They did what they were supposed to do. But why are we not ripping Goldschmidt and Arenado? They didn't do anything. They didn't do nothing this series. I think they only got, what, one hit between the both of them? One or two. Whatever it was. Goldschmidt did nothing, which... I will admit I was sweating every single time that either one of them came up because there's a few times that they had some runners on, on base while those guys were up. Arenado hit one to the warning track and apparently Wynn kept it in, in the park for that one. So I'm thankful for a nice windy day in St. Louis. <laughs> Baseball gods had it out for the Cardinals. They wanted the Phillies to win. That's all there was to it.
And if, and if I can continue real quick, I can't believe I'm saying this. Number one, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, once a Diamondback, always a Diamondback. <laughs> Let's start there. Number two, I can't believe I'm saying this. I never thought I'd say this. Alec Bohm was better than Nolan Arenado. Offensively and defensively. I, I think Alec Bohm has the, the platinum glove, not platinum glove. Not Nolan Arenado. I can't believe I I can't believe I'm saying that. That's uh that's something. But no, you're right. I mean, it it's cool to see Alec Bohm kind of win the Phillies fans over this whole journey from this year, like. For and then it all ended after. Didn't he say I love this place in an interview? I saw I saw a clip of him. Um, saying I love this place, which obviously was a knock at his uh, little incident with the Phillies fans earlier in the year. But it's cool to see like a guy like that getting ripped by Phillies fans at the beginning of the year, kind of coming around and actually playing a big part in their success. Hey, he did. He really did. His defense was incredible in, in that series, and uh, he did contribute at the plate as well, so... I mean, really, the Phillies did mostly what they everybody said. They said, once you get Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler in a postseason series, like the Phillies are a dangerous team. Now, they didn't score the runs from home runs. They scored one run, a solo shot from Bryce Harper. And the whole mantra of the team throughout the season, the offseason, was hit home runs and not care about anything else. But they got the starting pitching and really – didn't hit very many home runs, so hey, saving them for the Braves, I guess. But we'll talk about that later. Oh, oh. Second half, oh. second half of the uh, program here. So Same. I think we got a couple more series to recap, though. Yeah. And real quick before we move on, like the Phillies' offense wasn't like crazy either. Like they didn't really do anything. I know they scored six runs or whatever in the first game, but like. That wasn't what you would expect out of the Phillies' offense. No, and what it wasn't... two or three runs in game two? I think, I think two. it was only two. Yeah, I yes. thought it was only two nothing. Yeah, yeah. So like even that, the Phillies' offense didn't even really do any. The pitching won them this series. Exactly, and pitching as a whole had a great wild card series. I mean, throw out the Blue Jays and Mariners. Pitching as a whole had a great wild card series. So. Yeah. I mean, where do we go? We can go to we. You got to go Rays and Guardians because if you loved no offense, long game. Well, not time long in the first game, but yeah, uh, made up for in it. second game for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was crazy. So that you, first game, oh, go Mello. You love teams that don't have any money. This is for you. <laughs> Okay, exactly. The Play in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but um, the Guardians and Rays first game one, Bieber shoved, and McClanahan, who obviously the Rays didn't win, so he didn't really get that much credit. They like Shane Bieber is one of the best pitchers in baseball, and there's no question about that. McClanahan too. But I feel like Bieber's just been flying under the radar. And I think, like, this game one, he was like, you know, I'm still one of the best pitchers in baseball. No one's really giving me the credit for it. Seven and two-thirds, I think. Gross. It was it was a master class by both teams. And obviously the Jose Siri home run. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. Oh. For the Rays, right? Yes, Jose yes, Sears, yes. home run in the first game. Yeah. Yeah. And a solo shot. And then it was a uh, J-Ram two-run home run. And that was all the scoring for another, I don't know what inning that was, that J-Ram hit a home run. But we did another six. probably, yeah, okay, six. So then three more innings in that game and then 15 more innings for any more offense. And it was just another solo shot. So, 
that was yeah it was kind of ridiculous but i saw a fact that i wanted to save for the podcast i didn't tell you guys you might have seen game one of the Rays guardians was the first time in history that two batters oh in postseason history i'm sorry that two batters with the same name jose both hit home runs off two pitchers with the same name shane Jose wow. Siri, oh my Shane God. McClanahan, Jose Ramirez, Shane Bieber. Interesting. Wow. That's a good one right there. That's an ESPN stat for you. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, now like... that you mentioned it, I think probably Michael Kay and A-Rod brought that up during the Phillies broadcast actually? probably. Oh, no. oh, they might have. No, I'm not even joking. If they said that, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked at all. But, um. Yeah, shout out to the Guardians. I'll get into it a little more later, but they're very, very, very good team. Mm. I also said it last episode, though, that they could play spoiler against the Yankees. Mello? I mean, since we're giving shout outs, shout out to the Cleveland faithful that came out for both games. Sorry you guys got screwed over with the early early game it was like it was 9 a.m when the game started both of them i know not local time but here i was having a bowl of lucky charms and i was watching the <laughs> the rays and guardians but that was a good crowd man yeah most of the two games in cleveland people forget because i know they haven't been to the playoffs in a while but people forget that how electric that stadium can get in a playoff game yeah and those they were should. during the day imagine at night because you know they're gonna get a night game yeah they showed out. That was that was impressive out of them. And it was good to end on that way of a walk-off home run. That was just a very – it was good for the city, good for the fan base. Now they're on to New York. That's what they said. I don't know. When the home run was hit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I guess – I guess we'll dive into Blue Jays Mariners. Um, Mello, do you want to talk about your prediction? So, on the last episode, I said the Seattle Mariners were going to get a rude awakening <laughs> when they went up to Toronto. I was dead wrong. Yeah, it was what flipped. An, what an idiot. Who would ever say? I can't believe you said that. Yeah, what an idiot. Huh? I, I think you <laughs> kind of piggybacked off of me. I don't know what you're talking about. But um, I we think have it was tapes. a typo or something. I don't, I don't know. I think you edited <laughs> it wrong. But, uh, yeah. They uh definitely did not have a rude awakening. They had a rude awakening for the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays didn't know what was coming. But it all goes back to the game two of the blooper by who was it uh um jp Carlos crawford. santana jp 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 oh. crawford yeah. center field springer bichette collide bases clearing double that's <laughs> when the when the toronto crowd gets that like shocked or silenced like they just the game was over then. There was no way that the Blue Jays were going to win that game. Just a very, very unfortunate event. But uh, yeah. shout out to the Mariners. Not take it away. Go. You you called it. Have I, this moment. Okay. I did say that it might. I honestly believe I said that it might be a, the opposite of rude awakening for the Blue Jays that might spark them to be really good next year. Um, but I will give props to you, Bobby. I believe you said. You were gonna predict. You predicted either a Blue Jays walk off or a Mariners big comeback, and that did happen in Game Two. You did say that, sure. So you did, you did. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So props to Bobby for calling the Mariners big comeback in Game Two. But yeah, I had Seattle in three, so I didn't quite get the games right. But it's okay. Yeah, it happens. I mean, can't be perfect, but yeah, I mean, it was exactly <laughs> exactly what. Everybody thought it was going to be entertaining, lots of offense, 
Um, maybe not a hundred percent from the people that you thought it was going to be. So, but still great series, probably the most, well, Mets Padres, which we'll get into next was very entertaining as well. So I don't know. This was a good series though. And I think we'll definitely see these teams and, uh, the next couple years in the postseason, even though I know that's sure that's what everybody's saying, but I honestly feel that's pretty true. Yeah, Bella. And if I can say a couple things about this series, number one, uh, Boba Shed, I appreciate the hustle. Leave the ball. That's Springer's ball. Yeah, I understand in the moment it's hard. Believe me, I understand that. But that was Springer's ball, one hundred percent. Number two. Listen, it was all fun and cute when all these guys were getting called up from the Blue Jays. You know, Bo Bichette, Vladdy Jr., Biggio, all the kids of these Hall of Famers. It was fun from the beginning. It was a cute story. Everybody loved it. Now, a couple years in, I'm getting tired of the Blue Jays. They failed in 2020 to the race. They missed the playoffs last year on the final day of the season. And then they choked away the series against the Mariners. It's getting old. The little cute, fun little team that's the Blue Jays, that, that's, that's old now. You have to go win these games. You have to go win these games now. It's time to grow up. Wow. Wow. I love it. You're going to get a lot of hate from Blue Jays fans. Oh, well, they're nice people. They're Canadians. That's true. Well, we'll see after this. <laughs> we'll see after what you had said. But I mean, what have I said that's wrong? Nothing. Grow up. It's time to win these games. Uh, that took me back to some high school sports uh, moments with the coach there. Right? <laughs> Grow up, guys. <laughs> Honestly, wow. I mean, what are, sure, what are they, they disappointed, but hey, I didn't know they need to grow up so quick, Melo. I mean, they this whole core has been here for a couple of years, and they have nothing to show for it. Yeah. They have nothing to show for it. It's time to grow up. And if any Blue Jay fan wants to tell me anything, they shouldn't say anything because you root for the Maple Leafs. So don't tell me anything. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, anyway, you got that out. You, it feels like you've been holding something back about the Blue Jays for a while. It seems <laughs> like it's been digging deep and then just let it out right there. Yeah, I don't hate that. It, though. It's for me. It's just they've been doing this for a couple of years now. It's it's time to take that next step, and I, I don't like, think they have. I feel like they're very cocky or overly confident. They like. I feel like I don't know. I feel I said that on the episode that Kyle was here a couple of weeks ago, but um, yeah, I kind of mm. agree to an extent. Almost like one of their players called their shot at the beginning of the season and then blew it in their house and yeah he's he's talking too much but like he said Mello, we we're talking about it before Vlad he said it, this year was going to be a movie and uh I'm still waiting <laughs> still waiting Mel's going to finish his popcorn before the previews are over, honestly, before they the get to the real movie. Let's see the popcorn, Mel. It's almost to the end. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, you get the idea. <laughs> hey! There it is. There it is. It's all a glimpse. Thanks. But, uh, yeah, no. Very disappointing for season for the Blue Jays. Especially with their horrendous um, what do you call it? allowing the comeback but which oh. quick question just one answer to the other which meltdown is worse Cardinals or Blue Jays Blue Jays I think, I think you think Blue so Jays. okay Um, I think it also helps that that was the clinching game that's fair if they were both game two or both game one, I think it's might be a different. I would it would be a closer, but I think that they did this to get eliminated. I think they they take it for that, but I mean the Cardinals one was horrendous. So yeah, ninth yeah. inning. I think ninth inning just it sets it more a little bit more like because what was, was it really bad? 
Yeah, no, you're right. Yes, Melo. What were you, what were you saying? No, the Cardinals needed two more outs, and they had a three-two count on Harper. They had a bunch of three-two counts. Yeah. Just couldn't get it done. And uh, speaking of, couldn't get it done. The New York Mets. <laughs> New York Mets just couldn't get it done. San Diego Padres beat them in three games, and they move on to the NLDS. While the 101 win New York Mets go home early. Well, well, well. Look where those 101 wins got you. Hey, fighting for the division didn't get you past the wild card round. Nope. Phillies finished third in the division, and they're past the wild card round. Interesting. I'm just saying. All that money spent on Max Scherzer just for him to go out and lay an egg. Now, was he injured? I don't know. Was he? Is he just too old and too tired? Possible. Mello had an experience with uh, some dead arm last year with him on the Dodgers, right, Mello? Yeah, so that Mello was experience. fun to see him get lit up. <laughs> what happened? To see him get lit Mello, up. how'd you get a dead arm watching the Dodgers last year? You well, got a dead arm. Okay. Is that what you okay. said? Yeah. Not quite. Not quite. Interesting. Mello watched Max Scherzer have a dead arm right. on the Dodgers last oh. year. Both might be true, All but right. yeah. <laughs> Need to learn English, evidently. Both, both might be true, but um... <laughs> hello. Any experience with um? What was your experience with Max Scherzer like? Did you see this coming? I mean, he gets paid forty million dollars to shit the bed on two starts that were the most important. The one in Atlanta. And the one on Friday. They didn't pay you to go out and shove against the Pirates. They paid you to go beat the Braves. And they paid paid you to go win that wild card series against the Padres. And he didn't do it. I mean, this is not the first time, like I said, we bow out in a, before a game. It's time to go, Max. We'll see you in Cooperstown. Wow. Interesting. I think I have a little mellow Blue Jays rant incoming for the Mets. Ooh. I'm feeling it. Stage is yours. Ooh. So, I don't think it's crazy to say that this is like, this has to be one of the worst collapses in recent history, as an all like spanning the entire season. Like, okay, they won 101 games, but. Like, that's a great regular season. I'm not putting that down. But they had their chance in September to clinch it. Multiple chances. Winning, losing games to the Cubs or whatever it was. Getting swept by the Braves. But they blew it. They blew those chances. And they got had to play the wild card game. They got to play it at home. With two of the best pitchers in baseball two out of the three games and they still couldn't get it done. They lose the Padres and only get one hit in the elimination game. That's awful. It's really, really bad. And yes, they won 101 games, but that's just a really, really, really bad ending to this good Mets team this season. So you know how Steve Cohen solves the issue? Throw more money at it. Sign Aaron Judge. Yes, there sign we Aaron go. Judge. There we go. Come on, Bobby. You got to know that was that was where I was going. Yeah, I knew it. I was hoping you weren't going to say it, but I knew. I knew it. Well, I mean, I kind of agree with you though. It it is very disappointing. Like the if... fact that they spent like 174 games, I think, in first place. Across the whole season, or not not games, I'm sorry, days, yeah. days. Um, and you end up getting knocked out in the wild card round. And like you said, one hit is all you could muster from Pete Alonzo 
Francisco Lindor, you paid $300 million to. Think about that. Think about the guys who got $300 million contracts. One of these things is not like the other. Francisco Lindor doesn't. He's just not quite the same tier. That was an overpay. I think most people would admit that now. I Maybe I'm in the minority, but I would say that it was an overpay for $300 million. Um, Pete Alonzo, I like him as a player. Yeah, he's a good player, but I don't I don't know that he's streaky, but a little maybe a little home run reliant, but I don't know, whatever. But then who else on the offense? McNeil, yeah, he hit three hundred, over three hundred this season, but won the battle. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's really good. Yeah. But if you only could get one hit in the postseason game. Yeah. That's horrible. It's it's brutal, yeah. But I really do think that like this is a very, very, very good Mets team. I think we all said this said the entire year. I just think they didn't show up when they needed to at the end of the season. But I, I do I'm not saying that they're this is a bad team. They just didn't show up when they needed to. And that's they didn't show up in the important games at the end. That's really it. And they got some questions to answer this offseason. They got a lot of guys that are free agents or that can opt out of their current deals. This could be a very different Mets team next year. Yeah. DeGrom, Diaz. Bassett. Yeah. Pretty big, important pieces to that team. Want to play for the Dodgers? Anybody? <laughs> you want to take just... DeGrom? I don't know. I didn't like what I saw on on Saturday. <laughs> but to have both those guys go out there, they just really underperformed these, obviously, this series, but all of September. It's like either they were gassed from the regular season or baseball is just did a the... funny game. I did the math quick, and Scherzer averaged just over six and a third innings pitched per game this season. He had 145 innings pitched and 20, 23 games pitched. So six and a third, that's not, I don't know. I wouldn't say that's amazing. That's that's pretty decent for a starter, though. I mean, at this point, though, if you keep ending up the season with your arm being hurt, I, I mean, it's just in your best interest if you want to preserve your career any longer and keep getting if you're going to get paid $43 million, I can understand why you want to pitch another season or so, but maybe put some restrictions on yourself. I don't know. It's it's hard, though, when you're that competitive and that good to want to do that. Right. But I don't know. It's just a very – it's a weird thing, but it's just a very disappointing ending to the Mets season if I'm being like a non-Mets hater right now. Like, as a baseball fan, that's a very disappointing way to go out for a very good baseball team. Are are all three of us Mets haters on this pod? Mello? Kind of. I don't think. I mean, I mean, with Matt, it's because they're in the division. With Bobby, like, you guys share the same city. Like, I don't really care about, like, I don't really, I actually shouldn't say I'm a Mets hater. Like, I don't really care too much about them. Do you care when you get, like, the uh, little brother, like, oh, we're not the little brother anymore, or stuff like that, or, like, Mets run New York, stuff like that? Um, Not really, because I know it's not true, but. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Simple. But, like. The the rivalry of the whole city thing is like fun, I guess, but Over-hyped. I wouldn't. Yeah, but some there are a lot of Yankees fans that hate Mets, that hate the Mets. They're definitely like I hate the Red Sox more than the Mets. It's fair. Definitely. I yeah. think but it should be like that. You don't think? Yeah, I hate the Giants more than the Angels. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the Angels don't count because yeah, they don't play in <laughs> Los Angeles. They play down. <laughs> they're, they're irrelevant. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really necessarily hate the Mets, but like if a Yankees and Mets fans are always bickering. So like like a lot of Mets my friends are Mets fans, so we're always going back and forth. So that rivalry's fun, but 
I just don't really see them as a threat. Like Jeter had said that oh. in the documentary. <laughs> like he was like, I didn't really care about the Mets. They were just a mess. And I'd is kinda... that always like to be real? Is that always because they were just a joke though, for the most part? Probably. Like yeah. bad things. Like literally, their team is Murphy's Law. What can go wrong will go wrong. That just seems to be their franchise rule. Yeah, and and people thought that it really turned over with Buck Showalter, and through the regular season it seemed like it did, but in the postseason, Trent Christian owned you, <laughs> and he sucked in the regular season. Lowest qualifying batting average in Major League Baseball, and didn't he homer off of both Degrom and Scherzer? Yeah, yeah. Come on, it's baseball, baby. October October came and he turned into Babe Ruth at the plate and he turned into Willie Mays in the outfield. A new Mr. October. Honestly, that's that's right there. Trent Grisham. Oh, are new saying. Mr. October. Uh, we have something to say about that in a few couple days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough talking about the past. Let's talk. Okay. No, it's not. Mellow. Okay. One last thing. One last thing. I have to what did you guys think of Joe Musgrove? <laughs> oh yeah, I actually forgot. We could talk about. It. I forgot that that happened. Dude, that's weird. Why is your ears shiny? But his nose was also shiny too. I was looking back on it today, but no one really said anything about that. But I don't know. That's sketchy. It was sketchy. All of his numbers were stupidly higher up. Been right. But I don't think that. He was doing anything. I think the umpires would have popped him on the spot. They had to because baseball's been through enough with the cheating stuff that they, if they would have seen anything, you think that they would have hundred percent taken him out. Yeah, but a good point. I think I forget who I saw this from. Said maybe the umpires didn't say anything because obviously this is a huge game. And, okay, let's just say they found stuff in his ear. And the umpire was like, oh, um, okay, we found stuff, you're thrown out. And the Mets are like, all right, well, he was cheating for the first six innings, destroying us. It's for nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, for nothing. And the umpire's like, yeah, we threw him out of the game. And they're like, well, he was cheating the entire time. That's why we didn't score. And then, so they're like, like... There's mm. nothing you can do about the prior out prior actions. What are they gonna take? Oh, like make the score zero zero, <laughs> like or add yeah. four runs to the Mets or something like that. I don't yeah, know. yeah, because that's that's like because my my mom was watching the game with me yesterday because she, she sees me and she kind of cares about the outcome too. And she told when we were watching it together, and she told me, well, what's gonna happen if they catch him with something? I'm like, nothing. He's just gonna get thrown out. Still four nothing Padres. It's not going to change anything. Yeah. I mean, we all knew that though, because the Astros didn't get punished for yeah but... blatantly cheating. And that was yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's I mean, like that was it... they found out two years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was mostly a joke. Okay, um, oh, cool. but well, okay. but still, it was I mean, it's true though. They yeah. still you're, funny. Anything. you're a funny guy, Matt. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'll add that in there. It's <laughs> it's just kind of weird that this becomes the focal point of baseball in that minute that this is non-baseball fans and say you're just on Twitter seeing what's trending and you see hashtag Joe Musgrove's ear and you're like okay you have no clue what baseball is and you see this for the first time you're like all right this is a clown sport right here because this is what happens in their games it's just a terrible look for the game but I understand so is cheating to a degree. So it's just kind of finding a balance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he actually was cheating or anything, but it was just kind of a little interesting. And then McCutcheon's tweet of um, putting red hot on his ears or to hype him up could be a realistic thing. Yeah. Hey, Mello's going to try that if this video gets. Oh, Five views and five likes. <laughs> <laughs> then Melo said he's going to try it, but the way Roger Clements did it. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm going to do that. And take a video of it. And oh, it. yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm going to do that immediately. How about Buck Showalter having the balls to even go out there? And I, yeah. I want to know how the Mets even thought about that. Did, did they hear it from the umpires? Did they find out from somebody like the rest of us, on like on social media? Because that was going around a picture of Joe Musgrove's shiny-ass ear. Like maybe <laughs> – I want to say about maybe a half hour. Sorry, I'm funny. Thank you. Um, half hour. Like a, a half hour before, like the Buck Showalter oh, actually yeah. went, went out there and wanted to check him. So I, I'm interested to know how the Mets even found out about this. It could have been it could have been as simple as somebody just going back to the clubhouse and checking their phone for a quick five minutes. Yes. Or did they actually hear it from upstairs or something? Well, it could be. It probably. Could be up. I would say upstairs, like someone's on Twitter or something. I don't, I don't think Steve Cohen's <laughs> calling Buck Showalter on the phone down there. Maybe. I don't know, but um, no, I didn't hate the move by Buck, because it did look weird, and at the very least, it kind of throws or the idea it should like throw him off, like ice him. <laughs> Which it didn't. I think he like then he struck up strike out the side or something or yeah might have made him more hyped up. Yeah, then he basically gave him the bird kind of. Yeah. yeah, he did. <laughs> that was funny, but um, yeah, no, that was a very weird incident. And of course, it had to happen to the Mets too. On the losing side. Yes. Um, Matt, anything? I, my main takeaway is just that how terrible it looks for the game. Just the like what I said already, but the fact that Musgrove's incredible pitching is overshadowed by the fact that he has very bright red ears <laughs> during this game. And there's no way he could pitch this good without cheating, basically. Like that's yeah, what people were That's saying. what everybody are, is saying. And we can't just appreciate his really good pitching like i'm i'm all for hey if he was cheating he was cheating it's not the same but in this case he according to the umpires he wasn't so why can't we just appreciate what what he did instead of making fun of the game of baseball and how stupid it has become (laughs) and then one last thing it doesn't that put more pressure on musgrove to go out in his next start and absolutely shove again yeah, because if there's anything less about what, than what he did against the Mets, everything is going to be put into question. And his ears are going to look dry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ears are going to look dry. He'll be out of the game in the fourth inning. <laughs> Eight earned runs. I'm hoping for that, please. Okay, let's dive into that series. You didn't. Uh, we'll we'll swing it over to you first. We all have. We're all in the uh, division series now, which is great. Good yeah, bonding we had, for we go. now. Yeah, we had a week off. Two of us didn't think that we were gonna all be here. One of us, oh. one of us said that I was gonna be here. Um, that was me. I did yeah. go three for four in wild card predictions. Yes. Um, Bobby, went, how did how did you do? I went one, two for four because I had four. the Guardians and the Padres. Okay. Yeah, you were the only one at the Padres. Yep, and everyone hated it. Shout out to you guys. You guys. Keep me motivated. Mello, <laughs> what'd you do? Two or three? Oh, you, wait, somebody. you got all four, right? Yeah. <laughs> a, a big zero. That's it's okay. Impressive. Remember, remember, you had Justin Verlander for Cy Young. So. That's true. I can... We'll ignore this one. <laughs> and your picks aren't as bad as Justin or as Ben Verlander. Wow. They're That's not. That's true. You're catching up he's looking in the rear rear view mirror he's like oh uh-oh <laughs> oh <laughs> i no. got a contender <laughs> damn it but all right you have the stage dodgers padres give us um quick dodgers opinion then an unbiased opinion dodgers please please i, I can't say this enough please Finish the damn deal, and it starts tomorrow, please. If if what I think is going to happen, we barely break a sweat, 
Padres may make it interesting for a game. I just, that week of rest is going to help us so much. And I just think at the end of the day, we have their number. We just have their number. For some reason, anytime these two teams play against each other, for some reason, we just kick their ass every time. But offense needs to not get cold. Trey Turner, I'm looking directly at you. You shit the bed for us last year. I need him to wake up. I think Mookie and Freddie are going to be okay. I'm not worried about them. But offense need to, needs to uh, not get cold. We need these good starting pitching. And then who the hell is going to close these games? I have no idea who's right going to close these games. Buddy, don't worry. Yeah. David Price. Oh, yeah, David Price, world Red Sox legend, yeah. David I Price. he retired, coming out of retirement. Apparently he isn't. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, after the season. Yeah, but I just think the Dodgers are just going to handle their business, take both of them at home, and then just get one in San Diego. So Dodgers in three? Dodgers in four. I think the Padres get the game three at home. Don't say Do I be different again? Because when I said I'm going to be different here, that helped me out. Well, but can you? You got you can't bet on the same number and roulette like, twice in a row, Bobby. And I feel like I don't know if you can call a, on the Padres again here. There's a Dodger fan right here and a a Padres fan right here getting in both <laughs> in my ears. Listen to the Dodger fan. Dodgers five. Oh, okay. I can live with that. Padres are going to make it interesting. This offense is hyped up. They're feeling good after this Mets series took down a very good Mets team. Um, they were impressive, and I think their confidence and swag is going to come out. Okay, I can see that. I say they take game one also. Oh. Wow. That's also really bold because isn't it Clevenger versus Yeah, you do know who's pitching for the Padres tomorrow? Yeah. We'll see. Has like a 10 ERA at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> Anything could happen. That's true. Matt? Padres, Padres, Padres. No. Nope, nope, nope. Give me Dodgers in four. I'm with Melo on this one. There you go. I okay. will make one bold prediction, though. Uh-oh. Dodgers lose the Joe Musgrove game. Musgrove is the hottest pitcher in Major League Baseball, and I'm not talking about his ears. Um, <laughs> so Musgrove's going to dominate that game, though. Dodgers in four. Mello, can you throw out a prediction? Because did you throw out one? Yeah, I said Dodgers in four. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, I said the Padres were going to lose or win game one. I said the Dodgers were going to win their two games at home, and they were going to lose game three. Okay, yeah, that's specific. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll um, think of that. Um, next one, Matt, do you want to just take it? We'll sure. Stick this, we'll stick in the game. National League, wrap up the NL. Only four remaining teams in the National League, and one of them is the Philadelphia Phillies, okay? Finished third in the division, and they're one of the last remaining National League teams. I'll keep it sweet and simple here. Give me Phillies in five, okay? Phillies signed Rob Thompson to a two-year extension. He is the manager now. He is the guy. People said that it wouldn't matter because you just brought in Joe Girardi's, uh, his right-wing, or right-wing, right-hand man, Long. and there he is. Guess what? It did matter. He led the Phillies to playoff berth, and the guys are really loving him here. The Phillies are going to take five. It is going to be a hard-fought game, and there are going to be days after the game the Phillies and myself are going to say, wow, they suck. They are going to lose this series, but we're still going to win. Phillies in five. We'll see you in L.A., Mello. Oh! Wow. I would love that. Mello. Um, let's hear your prediction first. Oh man, this is tough. Be this honest. Tough. 
Be honest. I really you want me to be honest. I really want yep. the Phillies to win this series. Not because it's an easier draw for the Dodgers if they win, but wow. Sorry, but wow. Uh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't we mean see Melo's true colors here. I didn't mean to go there, but it it'll just be fun. L.A. and Philadelphia. You know these teams have met before for the pennant. They've done this before in the past. I would love to see that. However, I think the Braves advance. I'll give Braves in five. I really think the Phillies make it tough. Oh. Bobby? I'm sorry. I just have to ride what I've been <laughs> saying all season long was that the Atlanta Braves are going to win the World Series again. Oh. In order to do that, they need to win the in the NLDS, according to my calculations. So I'm going to go with the Atlanta Braves in four. Nola well. shoves as he should. Wheeler disappoints, and damn. Well, if Nola wow. shoves his game, the other ones don't. And I mean, Phillies... it could be an offensive show out, and then the Phillies bullpen just blows it. <laughs> that seems a little more realistic, but hey, I guess you're calling your shot. Wheeler stinks, according to Bobby now. So <laughs> in this in game. Is he starting game? He'll be starting game two, two. or three. Two. Probably two. But would... Little side question thing. Would you have more confidence in Nola or Wheeler? Nola, 100%. Yeah. Because Wheeler what started I just game... Saw? Yeah. Wheeler started game one, I know. Yeah, and then... Yeah. It must be a resting. I'm guessing it was a resting going into the season. I'm not sure. Or going into the postseason. Yeah. Okay, but. that's what I thought too, but I was confused about that. But um, yeah, I think Braves in four. This Braves team is just—they're really good. I think we had said this multiple times. You had said it before, talking about the wild card, about how the Phillies pitching is a huge part of that team, and uh, but the Braves hitting is also very good, and I think. Braves are just going to outslug the Phillies. Like hey, him. I mean, it's a realistic, it's a realistic prediction. Both of you guys had realistic predictions. I, I like won't say mine isn't. Oh. I, I did, I did. I said five games. I mean, oh, I know. And my prediction for the World Series was Blue Jays and Dodgers. Blue Jays are out. If I wanted my prediction to at least be fifty percent true, I would root for the Dodgers <laughs> in the NLCS against the Phillies. But if the Phillies make it to the NLCS, I will be rooting for the Phillies in my prediction to be wrong. So, of course, of course. I'm not going to be a sellout like Bobby and no. be oh. rooting for my prediction, even though half of his already gone because the White Sox didn't even make the no, no, playoffs. No, I had Blue Jays. Oh. I had the Blue Jays. Oh, oh, did you? I had, have, I had, Mello had oh, okay. Mello had the White Sox. Sorry. Well, I mean, either way, half his prediction is wrong though because the Blue Jays <laughs> are gone. So, no, I really do feel with the Braves. I think they're crazy stupidly good and side note spencer strider signed the extension today yeah which somehow they just keep doing this thing where they could sign all their guys so i i will be writing a letter to major league baseball to get the divisions realigned within (laughs) the next five years or so go to the hopefully well i don't know if i could stretch it that far but maybe we could get the uh Phillies, Nationals, Pirates. Um, oh, that's it. Marlins. Yeah, that could be a good division right there. And uh, find out what Uncle Rob says. Maybe he'll say yes. Make sure to say please. <laughs> Goes a long <laughs> way. All right. If I wait, hang on. If I can, if I can, just one last thing add on to my prediction here. I think both teams win all their home games. Interesting. Philly is going to be nuts. I'll yeah. say that. I won't be there, but Philly will be nuts. You'll be but there in spirit. Were. In spirit. If in if, if I was to go, tickets will probably be crazy expensive, guys. Okay. So you're going to be looking for the best deals. Seek Geek has really good deals. 
Yeah. Really easy to use their app, website, wherever you're getting the tickets from. Use code ATD. It's going to save you $20. $20? $20, okay? Wow. Yes, cool. exactly. So if you're getting $100 tickets, which would be a stretch, you're probably not getting $100 tickets. Inflation. Minus. Uh, minus $20. Boom. $80. Oh. We just saved you 20% too. Oh, that's some good math right there. Oh. Math pod here. So yeah, use it. Code ATD, $20 off. But if you spend $100 on tickets, you get 20% off. Whoa. So big time math boys here. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, use use code <laughs> ATD. Seek Geek. There you Boom. go. All right. On to the AL. We're done with that series, mm. right? Yep. Yeah. I'll just do this one first. Yankees and Guardians. Oh, oh God. Garrett Cole starting game one. Kermit. Against Cal <laughs> Quantrill. Or Quantrill? I forget how to say it. Something like that. But you guys know what I'm talking about. But Yankees, the, other than Aaron Judge in the lineup, they need to show up in order for them to win. They need to beat the Guardians elite pitching staff. I was just praising Shane Bieber. Tristan McKenzie is also pretty much an ace. Bullpen with Class A. It's going to be a tough series. And if, obviously, they didn't really have any offense, um, impressive offensive showings against the Rays. But that Guardians offense, they have a lot of very good bats. Obviously, led by perennial MVP candidate Jose Ramirez. Jimenez, Rosario, Josh Naylor could just go off. Come on, Bobby. What are you talking yourself into here? (laughs) Oh, Yankees in five. Okay. Well, I'll go next here. Like you said, Guardians, amazing pitching staff and both you guys earlier, I think all three of our teams have questions and the bullpen closing out the games. Guardians have absolutely zero question. Class A is the man for the foreseeable future for them as well. So if you're getting in late in games and the Guardians are ahead in the ninth inning, because I doubt he's pitching in the eighth and ninth, but if he is, either way, he's probably not letting up any runs. But Guardians are hot. Yankees weren't super hot coming into the postseason. They finished the season pretty decent. Yeah. But the last like for that. Yeah. Give me the Guardians in four. Oh the Guardians in four. Oh I'm sorry, Bobby. It's okay. Cleveland stand up the land. Hello? Why did you say that? You should have said the Yankees. Eric <laughs> Cole. Aaron Judge, he's still the MVP. He still has the AL record. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Mello, you come on. I just Come on, no. Oh. Uh, he doesn't want to. He doesn't. Oh. He wants to do it. He wants to do it to get me upset. He knows the Yankees are winning. Oh. He knows the Yankees are like. I think Melo's more confident than me in this. He, oh he want, man, I just listen. I just don't. Th- I just about don't think how they've... funny it would be if you guys both picked the Guardians and he's willing to take that risk. Oh, That's what's man. going through his head right now. Laying all the possibilities. Listen, Melo, you don't want to go 0 for 4 again. Come on. Now he's trying to. Oh, trying to see if it's oh worth God. the clip. <laughs> worth the bit. <laughs> get his pick wrong. I just don't think there's enough offense, offense for the Guardians. I think the Yankees are going to pitch around Jose Ramirez the whole series. I think this is a sweep. Yankees in three. Wow. Wow. I'd give you a great hug, a huge hug right now, 
if you were in front of me. I I appreciate that. I appreciate that pick. Eh, just win the series. That's all you got to do. Y'all get on that. Yeah, you should. I hear Bobby's batting ninth <laughs> tomorrow. Hey, maybe. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mello. I appreciate that. Anyway, on to Astros manager or not managers, oh. Astros Mariners. It's interesting <laughs> that three out of the four DS series are all division rivals. That's true. It's cool. Rays messed it up. Yeah, they did. That would have been so. In- that would have been amazing. But um, yeah. What do you uh? What do you think about Houston, Seattle, Matt? I'll go first. Yeah. Um, I was on the Mariners train in the beginning of the season. Oh. But no, you you're dead wrong. If you think I'm going with the Mariners in this one, I'm not sure they even get one. Give me the Astros in a sweep. Oh. Astros wow. in three. You can't go against. Verlander, McCullers Jr., and whoever they Valdez. want to throw out for the third game. Valdez. Valdez. Framber Valdez. Those are three insane starting pitchers right there. Maybe here's where Seattle's in for a rude awakening, to use uh, Mello's term. They get big brothered by the Astros in this series. And the ALCS runs through Houston for a, what, sixth season in a row, I believe? Too many. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Mello, do it, come on. I think this has an opportunity to be the best series out of all four. I see it going the distance. Give me the Mariners in five. Give me the Mariners Ooh. in five. Wow. One man will shut them will shut Houston down. Luis Castillo. He will outpitch Justin Verlander tomorrow. Wow. Give me the Mariners in five. And they will play for the American League pennant. That would be electric if Seattle got to the ALCS. That city is going bananas, and they should be. They haven't even had a home game yet. Yeah, I know. It's That, that stadium is going to be rocking. On Saturday, Friday, Saturday? Saturday. But... That's bold. Now we know Matt's track record with it with AL West teams. Did he jinx the Astros? Is what I'm thinking now. All right. Do I need to bring up the point? One of us went three for four in the wild card series prediction, and between the two of you, you have combined two correct predictions. You're right. I'm just kidding. I, I don't feel I don't feel incredibly confident about all my picks, but Astros in four. Mariners will win one game. Maybe the first home game for them, just because of all the excitement and stuff. But I think for the majority of the series, Houston's like basically what Matt said, kind of big brothers. Huh? And they're like, What are you trying to do? This is this is Arley. There we go. Like that's cute. I could, I could see it now where Seattle has their all-time like favorite moment, Game Five of the Division Series, just like what Jorge Soler did to the Astros last year in Game Six. I think Julio Julio Rodriguez does that in this series in a Game Five like that, just nukes it. Ooh, so you're you're going specific. I like it. So that you know. Into that left field, uh, oh, okay, in Houston, where it's like two hundred, it's two hundred feet to hit it over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't hate I. Hey, I'd rather the 
seen Mariners go on, but I do as well. That's why. Um, because Altuve. Well, Aroldis Chapman won't be on the roster, so I don't really care about that. (laughs) But um, (laughs) but yeah. There was only one time through our predictions here that two of us had the same prediction, same exact prediction. That was me and Mello with Dodgers and four. Every every other prediction we had different, either different teams or different amount of games that the team wins in. So perfect, love that. Yeah, a lot of controversy. Do you guys have any uh, predictions, anything about this upcoming division series? that you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Mm. Any players to look out for? Any teams that are going to disappoint? Well, we kind of did that with predictions, but... Anything else? Because if not... Oh, go on. This is... I just thought of This just popped into my head right now. I'll go with my own team. I think for each of the three Dodger wins, hopefully they get them. I think they'll get them from a different pitcher. Let's well, say from a different pitcher. Interesting. Interesting. I don't think. I don't think. I think just each game they find another pitcher to just close out the ninth. Hmm. Could happen. That's because who do they like? They're just going by – who's the options? I'm sorry. Is Kimbrell, like, even in save opportunities anymore? He might not even make the roster tomorrow. So – That's crazy to think about. Sources close to me say that he might not even make the roster. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, David Vassay. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's interesting. Matt, you have anything? I don't think so. I think I – Laid it all out there in our predictions. All right. Um, real quick before we wrap it up, I asked Instagram followers to um, give us any predictions, questions, anything like that. Um, so I'm just going to read a few of them. From Aaron. Judge. Shaw. Yeah, definitely not Judge. I, from Aaron. <laughs> Braves got lucky because they play the Phillies. Oh. That, that 20-second response. No, not at all. I mean, you got debatably the best one-two starting pitching punch in Nola and Wheeler. So, no, you, you did not get lucky at all. <laughs> Plus reigning MVP. Nice. Love there that. There you go. Um, From Dylan Zerline, Padres beat the Dodgers in four games. Mello, anything? This is not MLB the show. <laughs> okay, then I'll answer this one from our guy, Don't miserable, see it happen. miserable Mets fan. Cleveland, a dark horse. Yes, I think we can all agree that. Yeah, they can very well outpitch and beat the Yankees. Um, he also had another one. When will my pain as a Mets fan end? Never. Damn. Well, <laughs> all right, let's give him a chance. Oh, this offseason. season. Well, I, Five hundred trillion dollars to Aaron Judge. <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe they signed Timmy Trumpet to an honorary roster spot. I think that's in play in the cards for this offseason, honestly. So with Edwin Diaz or without, or is Timmy Trumpet now going to close games for the New York Mets? Well, <laughs> I mean, we'll see how fast he could shoot a ball out that trumpet if he had to so interesting um if you want if you want to piss off the met fans and make miserable mets fan more miserable the Braves should hire timmy trumpets send him to atlanta wow that would be he didn't know what baseball was two months ago anyways so (laughs) what does he know exactly um from our guy michael horn Guardians upset Yankees and move on to the ALCS. I, I, if I read that beforehand, I wasn't going to say that out loud. So thanks, Michael, for making me repeat that. Um, and then mm-hmm. Seattle Sports Diaries. Mariners-Astros series. How scared should the Astros be? Kind of said it. Well, some of us said it. Some of us didn't. Mello thinks that they should be very scared, obviously. 
but I think that they are a threat, but they'll make an effort to to win, but it won't be like it won't be a steamroll, I don't think. Well I, I can see a steamroll kind of, but I think this is it's kind of a growing moment for Seattle. So that's fair. That's fair. And then this last one. Shayas is the username, I think. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but I wanted to save this for the end. A forfeit for each person to do if their team doesn't advance to the CS. Wow. That feels slightly unfair for some of us who were <laughs> not division winners going okay, into but, the... Okay, uh... but the um, punishment could be different for okay. different levels. We'll think That's about fair. that, but I want to do that. We also need to look back on your guys' bet about Cindergard and Joey Gallo from a few still weeks ago, so, which we'll probably bring up next podcast. How we still need to look back, but we'll eventually look back on that bet. Maybe I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure either of us have to get a uh, Joey Gallo or <laughs> Noah Cindergard jersey. I don't know, but I guess we'll maybe we'll never know. We'll but take I a think, look, or we won't. We'll see. Yeah. But I think that wraps it up. Um, we'll catch you guys sometime next week. We don't know when. Playoff baseball. Beautiful. I'm, I might be depressed the next time you hear my voice. You never know. Maybe Matt's the only happy one. Yeah. Maybe none of us are happy. Maybe we're all happy. Yeah. There. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Hopefully that's the case. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Peace. Adios. See ya.